0: Hey everyone, I'm Hannah,
1: and I'm Raven,
0: and this is our podcast Berlin Bed Talks.
1: So Hannah, why are we sitting in your loft bed?
0: Well, we're here because I couldn't sleep one night and because we really like to talk.
1: That is extremely true. So what are we going to talk about?
0: We are going to interview Berlin residents from all over the world and find out why they came here, what they like and what they don't like about Berlin. And of course, we want to see all of their favorite spots. But most importantly, we want to hear their stories. So we're going to break walls or prejudice and get to know each other a little bit better.
1: Yeah, so to start it off, me and Hannah are going to answer some of the questions ourselves to give you all a chance to get to know us a little better. So talking about stories, Hannah, what is yours? When did you come here? Why did you stay?
0: I came to Berlin a little bit over five years ago, so I can almost call myself a true Berliner now. I've heard after five winters that you can.
1: Mm, I hope that's true.
0: Well, I hope so too. (laughs) My reason why I came here would be the German language actually, I'm, I'm quite of a German language nerd, so I started to study German when I was 12, got inspired, started to listen to German music, specifically Tokyo Hotel, and then when I graduated I really wanted to go to Germany to learn more German, not specifically Berlin, because I was really stubborn and set on learning German and I was like, well you can't really learn German in Berlin because in Berlin everyone is gonna speak English to you anyway. So I went to this like small town south of Berlin and stayed there for three months. That didn't work out at all. And then I came to Berlin, I had no job, I had a little money and barely any friends here but it somehow worked out anyway and I was really set on staying. So then I moved into this huge Vigie, where I lived with 8 other people for about 2 years. And I think when I moved in there, that was like my starting point of that I was actually gonna stay. And it was about 5 months into my Berlin time.
1: yeah,
0: And from there it just went on. I mean, I got to know people. I basically saw no reason to move back to Sweden, because I had, like, since graduation, lived here. And my life was here now, like everything I had in Sweden was my family, and it's an hour flight away, it's it's not that far.
1: No, so it's not like, I mean, we miss our families, but we can always go visit them in Sweden. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean,
0: my goal to speak German kind of reached that. I'm studying German linguistics at the university, so I got it going.
1: Yeah, it all worked out for you.
0: Yeah, and what about you? Like, she came to visit me a couple of times when when I started to live here, and now she's living here too, so yeah, yeah. tell me your why.
1: Um, well, why is, I mean, partly because I wanted to learn German too, because I also is a, am a fan of uh, Tokito, the German band, and I wanted to actually understand what they sang about, because back in the day, they only sang in German. So I wanted to study German, maybe get a couple of babysitting jobs, and, well, I was... Partly inspired by Hannah's Vga life, and it seemed really fun, and she met a lot of cool people, so I was a bit jealous. So I decided that, you know what, I'm going to work a couple of years in Sweden, get some money, move here, and now I've been here for almost five months. I work as a nanny in a really nice family, and I've studied German for a bit, so I'm kind of there. I'm not at all fluent yet, but it's coming.
0: Well... <laughs> Since you're from a small city, yes. and Berlin is huge compared to where you're from, Berlin has so many more influences from the world than, like, the city you're from. Definitely. But my question to you would be, is there anything that you miss from Sweden or, like, from, from the Swedish culture that you don't find here? Like, for me, it's fish, like, fresh fish, because I grew up at the coast, and, yeah. like, I I really miss being able to, like, go down to the fish truck and buy fresh fish. (laughs) Here, you can only, like, get it frozen, which sucks in comparison.
1: Um, Well, I do miss my family a lot, especially my cats, but I think most of what I miss, it's not about the Swedish culture, but my brother just had a kid, so I definitely miss being able to be close to them, to my family. That's adorable. (laughs) <laughs> it's really true, too. <laughs> okay, so, Hannah. German language, you study German linguistics. What is your favorite word in German? And, do you have a favorite word in Swedish? Is this because I'm a language nerd now? Um, yeah. Hannah is the biggest language nerd I've ever met. I mean, <laughs> she studies German linguistics. Come on. She's gotta have a German favorite word.
0: Yeah, I usually get, like, why when I tell people what I study. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my favorite German word would be svar, which is like one of these little in-between words that you can use in so many different contexts. It can mean something like indeed, or you can use it to specify what you're talking about when you're talking. And the thing I love about it is that you can't really translate it into Swedish, and I use it a lot.
1: (laughs) You use it in almost every sentence when you speak German.
0: No, it's just because you understand it so you hear it.
1: Well, that's true. I've finally learned what svar is, so... Yeah.
0: yeah. (laughs) I wouldn't really say that I have a Swedish favorite Swedish word, though. I mean, not like svar, like... Yeah. But I recently learned a funny Swedish word that no one ever uses anymore, so I don't ever use this word.
1: People will think you are drunk or crazy.
0: Yeah, it means persuade, and in Swedish you would say peshvadera, and I just think it sounds so... I don't know what to say. Like, royal, in it a way. Does... Yeah, it's... Sounds
1: like uh, something the Swedish king would use. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's from this old Sweet- Swedish poet called Fröding. He used it in one of his poems. And it's also, like, when he uses it, it's about someone, like, persuading. Yeah. Is that a word? Yeah, persuading. Yeah, well, someone is persuading other people to drink alcohol. So, I mean, come on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a perfect word for Hannah.
0: It's like peer pressure.
1: Well, Okay. Um, For me, I'm just going to jump in on this question because I love German and Swedish. Um, In German, it has to be fanvier, which means um, that it was... Well, well, for me, it means my longing to Berlin. All those years I visited Hanna, fell in love with the city, couldn't really move here yet, but now I'm finally here. And Swedish, wow. Swedish is hard because we speak Swedish with each other and then you don't really think about what words you like. But I would have to say the Swedish word "snö," which means snow. And you know I'm Swedish, so of course I like the cold and the snow. But it.
0: But you don't really, though. I mean, I love the cold I mean, and the snow. You
1: love snow. I kind of think snow is cozy. It makes everything lighter and cozier. But I like how the word rolls off my tongue. Snow. You know, I can get that. Yeah. yeah. So, places in Berlin, you have lived here for five years, I've only been here for five months, so maybe I should skip this question, but I know that you have a ton of favorite places. Can you pick one, and can you tell me why you like that place?
0: Oh, it's so hard to only pick one. I feel like every year I've been here, I've had, like, another place that I've been more to and that I liked more.
1: Yeah, it changes.
0: Yeah, it does. But it's one place that's, like, stuck with me for all these years, and it's this, like, Coastal living roomish cafe down in Friedrichshain, which is called Hammer Schultz. It's the perfect place for like board games, coffee, and cat cuddles. I mean, they have a cat. It doesn't live there, but it comes by. It's like a regular. <laughs> and when I lived around the corner from there in the veggie I told you guys about before, I used to go there. In my pajamas with like small hearts on them with messy hair and bring my cup because we were out of coffee like all the time in that gave because eight people, you know, sharing coffee. Come on. And I came there with my cup and like, can I please have more coffee? I'm dying. I'm having a headache. <laughs> and they just gave me coffee. And I mean, I could even pay later. I
1: know. And, I mean, what is better than morning coffee and cuddles with a cat?
0: Can you imagine anything better?
1: No, because we've both grown up with cats, so that's probably what we miss most. Talking about animals, of course, not people.
0: Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, it's a perfect place.
1: Yeah, okay. So, yeah, cats, we miss those. But is there something else you would change about Berlin? Do you have anything?
0: Oh, that's tricky. But, I mean, it's it's a city that I love, otherwise I wouldn't be here. Obviously. But I do miss one thing in particular, and that's, like, the closeness to nature. Mm-hmm. To be able to open the door and go out and, like, run in the forest. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Yeah. And also to be able to see an horizon. Because I grew up in a city closer to the ocean than Berlin. Like, here you have Spree, that's not really the same thing. And... <laughs> Yeah, and you
1: have Tierpark and everything, but you can't really. I mean, you can't run there.
0: You mean Tiergarten,
1: right? Oh yeah, because Tierpark is in. Lichtenberg. Oh, right. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Uh, it's a okay. I always
0: park. mix them up as well. <laughs> always mix them. <laughs> so up. Yeah, I've
1: only lived here for five months, guys. Don't blame me.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I was gonna say that I miss seeing cranes, but actually, there are a lot of cranes here as well.
1: Not the bird. The construction sites. <laughs> <laughs> Fyi.
0: Yeah. yeah, like, like down at a harbor crane. Yeah, but there are a lot of construction site cranes here as well, so yeah, you can but... just look at them and just imagine the ocean and like pretend you're in Gothenburg.
1: Yeah, but you kind of want the combination of water, horizon, and cranes. So... And nature. Well, that's hard to find in Murleano.
0: I know that's what I miss. That's that's what I would change.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't think I have anything that I'll change. I'll come back to this after a couple of years. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you go ahead and do that. (laughs) But speaking about Berlin, do you have... Since we were mentioning music before, like Mm -hmm. Tokyo Hotel. Yeah. Do you have any specific music that you would connect to Berlin or like any song other than Tokyo Hotel?
1: Oh, other than Tokyo Hotel. Oh, that's rough. Um, Then, yeah, then I would definitely have to mention Alexander Hamilton, the song from Hamilton the Musical. Because I... Just, I heard it the first time with my friend here, in his car actually, and it just, I've never liked musicals before at all, but he played the song to me and it really stuck with me, so I'm uh, I'm now a musical girl.
0: (laughs) Wow, not only high school musical, like when you were a teenager?
1: Oh, shut up! (laughs) No, not only high school musical, actually real musicals. So hopefully I'll get to go to London next year to see the London version of Hamilton with a couple of friends.
0: That would be awesome.
1: That would be amazing. That would be like one of the top things I've ever done because I've never been to a musical. Wow. Well, well, it's time, girl. Yeah. I mean, I'm turning twenty-five. I have to do it sometime. <laughs> yeah. Well, do
0: you have any other like memories from Berlin? I mean, you've only been there for five months, but you must have like some really cool memories that like made you want to to stay.
1: Well, I don't have a memory that made me want to stay, but a funny memory is when Hannah lived in her first apartment. She didn't have any Wi-Fi. She didn't have any washing machines. So we actually had to take all of our laundry in big-ass IKEA bags because we're Swedes. We bring our laundry in IKEA bags. We had to go so far with the I think it was S bound or track. No,
0: no, no, we took so I lived back in up in Pankow back yeah, then. It was and horrible. We, we took the U two, like the U two train <laughs> down from Panko all the way to like Rosa Luxemburg
1: Platz. Yes. And there was this funky place where At the left side there were washing machines and on the right side there was a cafe slash bar so we used to do all Hannah's laundry and mine when I visited and then we had coffee for hours and just got all the laundry done and they had wi-fi and yeah it was so weird for me not to have like a laundry machine in the apartment because in Sweden everyone has laundry machines.
0: Yeah or the apartment has like a Like a laundry room in the basement. Yeah,
1: exactly. But it's always close to where you live. So for me, not being able to do that and not having Wi-Fi in the apartment.
0: I know. I lived like that for three months with my friends. That
1: was insane. But yeah, that is a really funky and fun memory for me, actually. That's, yeah. That kind of got me to like, well, I don't want this situation, but I definitely want to live here. (laughs) Because, I mean, laundromat slash cafe, that's just so Berlin-y for me love it. Yeah.
0: I don't I don't really think the coffee was that good though, but we're like no, we were like I poor mean, and had nothing yeah, so we I mean, were we were satisfied with everything back then.
1: Cheap coffee, cheap clean clothes. <laughs> it still sounds like a good weekend. Yeah. So, we are both living here in Berlin and we've got good reasons to come here, you know. We wanted to learn German, but other people. Why do you think they come here?
0: I think some people come here to party because Berlin has a great party scene. We can't deny that. It's awesome. And Berlin's gay scene too. Yeah, I'm guessing a lot of people come here for that. Yeah. And also because it's a it's a really open city. It's a city where you can be yourself and where things like age and like education or like what you do doesn't really matter that much. And People are just like more accepting of who you are and who you want you to be, I feel like. I mean, it's a very creative city. So I have a fun question for you.
1: Okay, go on. You haven't
0: been here for so long, but is there anything you feel like you've learned from living here?
1: I've definitely learned more German. Studying German in Swedish is not the same as studying it here, so I think that would have to be my answer. And I'm not safe in my German language yet, but I'm getting there. Like I said, I want to stay here for five years. I can't I become a true Berliner, so hopefully I'll be fluent soon enough.
0: <laughs> have you learned to say Schlesisches toilet?
1: Schlesisch? Nope, not that. And I still can't say squirrel in German. There's this sound that some people do at the back of their mouth that I can't do. So it's, for me, it's, Eichenschen, which is yeah, that's not. How you well, say you're it. gonna have to practice a little bit more. Yeah, well, only five months, guys. That's. You know, I've got time. So we're almost at the ending. Do we have any?
0: Not, not really anything Berlin related, but I have two fun things that I would like to know about you. Just so that people could get to know you a little bit better.
1: Okay, go on.
0: So if you could have dinner with anyone that are alive, fictional or real, who would it be?
1: Fun question. Wow. For me, it would be Draco Malfoy. I am sorry for the nerdiness, but I've read Harry Potter for almost 20 years, and he's my favorite character, and I would just like to sit down with him, have a dinner or a few beers or drinks, and discuss everything and nothing. Yeah. Do you have uh, an answer at the top of your mind?
0: Yeah, well, of course I do. I I would have dinner with my little brother. He sadly passed away a few months ago, so I would basically do anything to see him again.
1: That's true. That's really good.
0: Okay, so not to get too emotional. I'm gonna finish this off with a really simple question. What's your favorite color?
1: (laughs) Wow. Okay, if you look in my closet, you would think it's black. But my favorite color... Actually, I've learned this kind of because Hannah really hates the color. And then I started loving it. My favorite color is orange. Not the bright yellowy pumpkin orange, but the really nice sunset burning orange. Horrible. I am so sorry, Hannah, but I love orange. <laughs> and well, I know your favorite color. It's um black, right? Because you're wearing all black.
0: <laughs> well, well, no. My favorite color is baby pink. Like basically where we're sitting right now, my sheets are pink, my pillows are pink, my dresser is pink. Like basically half my room is pink. I love baby pink.
1: True. So yeah, your favorite color is pink. I get it.
0: Yeah. Okay, guys, this is the end yeah yeah so next time we're gonna have our friend here she's from Finland and we're gonna talk a little bit about to her about why she came here her opinions about Berlin so
1: we'll see you guys next
0: time yeah and also like before we end special shout out to to my friend Don because he's actually the one who snored so loud so that I couldn't (laughs) sleep and so that this great idea popped into my head so all the love to you Don yeah thanks Don and we'll see you guys next time stay tuned
1: bye 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 I will do